0: This is the Tribune Talk podcast with Trussell Tribune publisher Scott Butram and former city councilman Zach Steele discussing local news and politics. What's up, What's up everybody? Welcome to the Trib Talk podcast. Uh, Zach Steele here uh, with Tribune publisher Scott Buttram. Um, and uh, a lot of interesting things happening right now. Scott, I, I, I thought I'd throw this out there. Did you see? Uh, who the new sponsor is for the SEC no Bush's Baked Beans I saw that Laura Rutledge put that on her Bush's uh, Baked Beans Twitter um, who was the last sponsor I don't know I think that's several it's it's one of many but I think so I've got the perfect idea for a commercial Oh Lord all right so you've seen the movie blazing saddles you know when all the guys the cowboys are sitting around the campfire yep.
1: have all the coaches
0: yep. and, and have somebody <laughs> say how about some more beans coach Saban <laughs> Okay, well, if that becomes a commercial, then we all know they stole it from this podcast. And it came I don't think them. they would do that. <laughs> would be surprised. Watch Blazing Saddles if you can. Speaking of movies that would never be made today.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> that would never be made you're today. Right.
1: Politically incorrect. One
0: of the best movies, one of the best comedy movies
1: ever. Oh, listen, by today's standard, by today's standards, the best comedians of our time mm-hmm. would be retail salespeople. Yeah. None of them would have a career.
0: I mean, uh, in comedy, it's uh, oh, such a great movie. That I'll be working at Radio Shack when he says Stampede. When uh, when he asked him uh, credentials, he said Stampeding cattle. He said that's pretty ordinary. He said through the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! All right. So first thing today, we're gonna uh, I have to commend the uh, the. Uh, Trussell City Schools and uh, especially Cahaba Elementary for their uh, most recent uh, standardized test scores in reading aptitude. Um, just a phenomenal job by them. Scott, I mean, what, what else can you say? Just, just amazing. Um, I, I, it's, it, it is so impressive at so many levels. What,
1: what they are accomplishing in the elementary schools here in trustful. There's, but there's, a back, there's some background here people kind of need to understand. Um, in 2019, Alabama passed, the legislature, uh, legislature passed the uh, Literacy Act, mm-hmm. okay? And one of the key proponents of that act is that any third graders not reading on grade level um, would be retained and get additional instruction assistance whatever they need to bring them up to grade level before they would go to fourth grade then and when you talk to educators especially elementary educators and this is probably a bit of an oversimplification but through third grade kids learn to read from fourth grade on they read to learn mm-hmm. so if you're not reading on grade level going into fourth grade you are at a major disadvantage uh, The dropout rate for those kids goes through the roof. Uh, Most of them end up dropping out, or a sizable percentage end up dropping out before they graduate. Um, A lot of bad things happen if a kid is not reading at grade level. Now, why it's taken Alabama a century to figure this out, I don't know, but um, they did pass it. Now, also, the Alabama legislature has also kicked the uh, can down the road. It was supposed to be implemented this year, the end of uh, this this past school year, or this upcoming school year. I think this last school year was supposed to be implemented, and uh, so now it won't go into effect. Not next year, but until the end of the following year. So th- we've got some time to, to work. But we've known public schools have known since 2019 this was coming. So what? what let's talk about what these uh, these. And they're not really scores. This is a percentage of third graders reading at grade level, proficient mm-hmm. in reading. Okay? So what this tells us is that Trustful City Schools did not wait around on trying to figure out how to deal with this. Uh, they did not depend on a two-year delay. They went to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I actually went back and uh, this it's not a real apples to apples because this is when our kids were taking the standardized ACT, not the ACT for college entrance, but standardized ACT for all grades. Um, We only had about 70% of our third graders that were proficient at grade level, Um, the last year of pain before we split pain up. So we've seen some pretty dramatic improvement here. Yes. Uh, Trustwell has done a great job. Our elementary schools, in my opinion, have always done a great job. All three got outstanding marks on this. I mean, uh, uh, Payne and Magnolia were both 94-point-something percent proficient. Uh, Cahabo was just really exceptional because their proficiency rate was the highest in Metro Birmingham. That means Cahaba Elementary outscored all of the Mountain Brook Elementary schools, all of the state elementary schools. And and some of these were only separated by a tip of a point. So it's, you know, it's yeah. very... But the point is, what the job being done at Cahaba, they're rubbing elbows with what are considered, widely considered, the best education, public education districts in the state of Alabama. They're, they're, they're right there and coming out on top. Yeah. Routinely coming out on top. But he, did, did you and you, or people can't see this, air quotes, you step down to paint in Magnolia. I say that facetiously it's mm-hmm. not a step down. And they're at 94.7%. I mean, uh, our, our elementary level educators, principals and teachers are absolutely killing it and they deserve all the credit in the world and all the congratulations in the world for the job they're doing, making sure our kids are ready to move
0: forward well that's like stepping down from a Mercedes to a BMW right? uh, I don't even know if it's that far it's yeah. like you know stepping down from a Mercedes with leather seats to one with cloth seats it's
1: still a Mercedes I mean that's it's, right yeah these uh, all three of our schools um, I'm just so proud of them and the job they do and y'all this is not something you go get ready for no if you're not doing this every day your kids aren't gonna be there. Um, and if you don't start it, had a teacher comment on my Facebook page this morning. Um, she may be retired now. And she said, I, I just want to point out, this starts in kindergarten. We, you know, our teachers are just tearing it up from mm-hmm. the minute those kids walk through the door. And the evidence is there every time these things come out. I, 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 I made the comment. I it doesn't even surprise me anymore. I just expect it. Yeah, uh, They are so good at what they do.
0: Well, I had a conversation with Joy Tyner a couple of years ago. Uh, she's the principal at Cahaba Elementary and, and just, I mean, couldn't, they, they couldn't have made a better hire when they hired her. Um, and, you know, she, she was, uh, I, I just, I, I love how humble she is about it. Yeah. When she says, well, look, it's, it's about the kids that we have. We have exceptional kids here. And, you know, I, I got to say, you know, you can have exceptional kids. It's, it's a lot like having a, a, it's a lot like Nick Saban saying, well, I have exceptional players, but right. you, you can, you can have, you know, exceptional students, but if you don't work them and, and teach them the right way, they're not going to produce. Right. And and so she has done such an outstanding job and all of our principals have. And, and just, you know, kudos to them because it, it does so much for our community when our kids are excelling right. and, and it, it just it, it just makes this community a better place and, and, and kudos to everybody involved in that. I agree. Um, so um, really, really, that's, that's about all we had to say is just to brag on our yeah, elementary and, schools. Yeah, and
1: listen, uh, exceptional kids underperform all the time. They do. Okay? So I, I agree with Joy. I do think we have exceptional kids in trustful but to to get the most out of them Mm -hmm. is still the the challenge that our principals and teachers face and and hey if your if your kid is in cahaba pain or magnolia sleep well at night because those folks are delivering for you and your children they are and um i I, as a father of one who went through pain and and cahaba uh, i am deeply appreciative for those folks because that was a great experience for Sarah Marie. From beginning to
0: end. Uh, uh, same with also. both of my kids. Both both started in Cahaba and wound. I started in Payne and wound up at Cahaba and just a great experience. And you know they're doing well at the high school and middle school levels now. So I you know it's yeah it, uh, yeah it's just that that foundation that they get in these elementary schools that that means so much. Right. So all right, moving on. Um, uh, we wanted to to chat a little bit about um, the Alabama Democratic Party today. Mm. Uh, mm, mm, mm. and, uh, and what, what's left of it. Uh, we noticed that the chair of the Alabama De- Democratic Party, Representative England, right, uh, resigned earlier in the last week or two. Yeah, he's um, done. And uh, if you don't keep up with the Alabama Democratic Party, uh, it is a mess, and it has been a mess for a while. Nancy Worley and uh, Representative Reed, I think it is, uh, were in charge of that thing for a while. AND uh, BASICALLY SPENT THE BETTER PART OF SEVERAL YEARS RUNNING IT INTO THE GROUND, right. AND uh, ENGLAND TOOK OVER, AND IT'S ONLY GOTTEN WORSE, AND, yeah. so, and SO HE RESIGNED RECENTLY. AND YOU AND I KIND OF WANTED TO GO THROUGH SOME OF THE THINGS THAT, that WE THINK uh, are, ARE HURTING THEM AND, and REASONS WHY the, THAT PARTY IS floundering SO MUCH IN THE STATE OF ALABAMA.
1: Yeah, and you know, just again to provide a bit of history here, for most of my life, the Alabama Democratic Party. W- when I say they controlled politics in Alabama, you know, we talk about the Republican supermajority. That wasn't even a supermajority. That was everybody. Yeah. I mean, if you, you if you weren't a Democrat, you pretty much couldn't be elected to office in Alabama uh,
0: during during my. Most that of my was, life, that was true in the 60s, seventies, and yeah, early when, early eighties. Started to change early eighties, mid eighties, well, somewhere in there. In eighty six, Guy
1: Hunt was elected. Mm-hmm. Which was, always, he was in, the first Republican governor in, in since, and, since uh, Reconstruction. Right, right. Since Reconstruction. Um, there had always, and there were always little um, holdouts, if you would, Republican. There, Jabbo Wagner and Vestavia was always a Republican, mm-hmm. but Jabbo had about twelve Republican colleagues in all of Montgomery. Sure. and that was it. Uh so Guy Hunt uh was elected in eighty six after Graddock and Baxley um, committed suicide. Yeah it was it was it was suicide. almost an
0: accident that Guy Hunt was elected in eighty six.
1: Yeah. Uh the the Democratic Executive Committee started uh, they, they wanted to overturn the primary election and mm-hmm. hand it to Baxley because they didn't like Graddock. And they did that. And when they did, voters revolted and elected uh, a part-time preacher, and Amway salesman, <laughs> Coleman, Alabama, Guy Hunt, was elected governor. Holly Pond. Holly Pond, that's right, not even Coleman, he was a suburb of Coleman. <laughs> a suburb of Coleman. So um, that, that, that kind of broke it open. In 2010, the Republicans basically ran Democrats out of Montgomery yep. and formed, I mean, made, won a supermajority uh, in the House. Huge flip, mm-hmm. huge flip. The Democrats had maintained control up until 2010 of the legislature legislature. So um, the the Democrats started looking for reasons and excuses. They blamed Nancy Worley. They blamed Joe Reed, who were running the Alabama Democratic Party. They probably deserved all the blame they got. Um, But their plans uh, for a much better party, if they got rid of them, never came to fruition. Uh, Chris England out of Tuscaloosa was elected party chair. They brought back Patricia Todd to be second in command, former state representative, who tried to out KI. I, I remember
0: this. Yep, she uh, yep. lost well, her lost her job over it. Yeah, uh,
1: she had already she had already said she wasn't running to get in the legislature. Had mm-hmm. not run, had accepted a great job at a at a uh, nonprofit, I think in Georgia, Florida, Florida, and when she. Um, when she pulled the stunt and basically she's openly gay mm-hmm. uh, but then she turns around and uses homosexuality as a weapon against k ivy mm-hmm. which by the way turned out to be completely false uh, <laughs> k ivy becomes governor patricia todd gets run out of town practically mm-hmm. but the alabama democrats and all their wisdom uh after she was you know told she wasn't getting the job wasn't going back to the legislature. They, even the gay community was extremely upset with do
0: Well, they don't, the gay community does not like it when one of their own outs another of right. their own. They went after her.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and all their wisdom, the Alabama Democratic Party made her second in command. Yeah. And, and, and they don't understand why that doesn't resonate with voters. Um, you know, and, and a lot of other, the abortion issue,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: a, a lot of conservatives are okay to just say, look, I'm just opposed to it. I want reasonable. It doesn't have to be a ban, Yeah. Um, but I, I don't want abortions up till birth. I don't. There are things that common sure. sense ought should prevail, and they're not taking a stand in that. In fact, they're going the other direction, which means they alienate more of their own voters when they do that. Um, but it's that party. Uh, you never say never, but I don't. I don't see any path back for them as they stand right now.
0: Well. I think what what they have to do is talk about the things that used to be tenets of uh, of the Democratic Party, mm. which is you know we're trying to you know get people up out of poverty right do things to talk about you know increasing education like we're doing in trustful now this is public education we have here right um and this is this area is a place where public education works right now for whatever reason that be whether it be but whether dr tyner's right and it's and and it's the kids but it's not we already said that it's not just the kids it's the people that you get in Um, and when you're doing things like advocating for someone who is subpar as a as a teacher well, after three years, you can't get rid of them. Right. Uh, this is, this not- is something that you and I a- agree on. You know, any, any, jo- any other job in, in an, in, in, around here, you know? No, you're, you're right. Listen, I'm a yeah. huge, and you know this, yeah.
1: huge proponent of uh, school choice. I, yeah. I, I, we're behind in, the, in Alabama. We need to move forward. That's not going to matter in trustful. No. Nobody in Trustville is going to pull their kids out of the Trustville City school system Correct. if they have school choice. I say nobody. Sure, sure, probably two or three. I'm, yep. I'm sure there's a handful sure. that would. But you don't have to drive very far in any direction to hit a community where those parents would move their kids if they had the, the wherewithal Absolutely to do it. Absolutely they would. And these are heavily Democratic districts. They are. And who is the biggest advocate against school choice, the Alabama Democratic Party, and their partner, AA. Yep. And you look at that, and you're just like, this is why you're irrelevant to the people that you're depending
0: on to vote for you. You have no relevancy with them. Well, you're fighting against the, the best interest of your own people. And, and what it causes is just apathy amongst the people who consider themselves Democrats yeah. Um, yeah. and people who vote Democratic. I mean, you said you were you were naming to me uh, the gubernatorial candidate as that that is running as a Democrat in Alabama. Right. Oh, you had she's to, under fire. She's under fire. You, had, a to tell, a but, uh, but you had to tell, but you had to tell me fire. who she was. Yeah. That's that's how much. That's right. That's how much I care about who the Alabama Democrats are running. And oh, by the way,
1: she's from Woodlawn, Alabama. She's, she's from, from Woodlawn. She's right from down the road. right down the road.
0: And and you didn't know who she was. I didn't know who she was. Uh, and you're not alone. Yep, uh, and the same thing about the the person running for Senate against Katie Britt. No idea who he is. Right, Will Boyd. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, the Tribune will be
1: interviewing all of these people, so our, at least our audience yep. will. Know well I'll have her. to
0: watch so um, I I can garner who they are.
1: Yeah, the the, the Democrat gubernatorial nominee is a Christian. Uh, I, said, I called her Christian conservative. I, that's probably unfair. I do know she is a Christian. She is a person of faith, and she um, she's pro life, and she's pro life. So. When the Democratic voters woke up after the primary and decided to see who they actually voted and elected, mm-hmm. uh, the backlash on her has been absolutely unreasonable.
0: But it's not backlash from voters. Yeah, it's backlash from the from well, the party.
1: It's from it, it's the backlash is coming not from voters, or she wouldn't have been elected. Yeah, they didn't know that when they elected her, by yep. the way, because nobody bothered to ask. Um, but it's coming from the Alabama Democratic social media crowd.
0: I got gotcha. you. Who think
1: they have fulfilled their civic duty by getting on Facebook and Twitter yeah. and railing on and on and on well, uh, and instead of going to the polls. And, and, and folks,
0: if you haven't noticed, if you're one of these Alabama social media Democrats, uh, twi- Twitter is not the real world. Right. Twitter's not the and, real world. And, um, and it doesn't reflect the real world. It do- absolutely does not. Um, and... So, you you can't. It's just an echo chamber for you to bounce your most. And I think that's a dangerous thing that that the Democrats have run into. I think Republicans too, for to a certain degree, yeah. have run into. You know, I'm going to get in my little hive echo chamber and bounce the ideas off, and they would and and it's it's just physics. Right. The, you know, if you bounce a ball. In a certain area, it's going to get the momentum's going to increase until it reaches terminal velocity, and that's where they are.
1: Well, and and maybe this will get breakthrough to the general public. Twitter is the notorious hangout for the media. Mm -hmm. Okay, everybody in journalism is on Twitter. You just hit it; they're in a vacuum chamber. They write for each other. They wait for the attaboys from
0: each other. They they break stories there that are that that they have don't, they don't even run <laughs> no sources employer. or anything yeah
1: I mean so just keep that in mind when you're on Twitter you are absolutely in an ocean of journalists yeah media people yep we are not the crowd you want to hang out with. If you've got, uh, if you've got options, you should take those options. Because I, I, I deal with these people all the time. I, I'm in that club. Uh, the, the fact that I am in that club should be reason enough for nobody else to want to be in it. Why would you want to be in a club that has me as a member? Yeah. Uh, sorry, Groucho, stole that one yeah. from you. But, um, no, truthfully. I feel very similar um, about optometry I, listen, sometimes. I, I live in the media business. Yep. I live with these journalists. These are slimy, scummy people you don't <laughs> want to <laughs> I
0: wouldn't go so far well, to well, say I, I, I no would better be slimy you do. and scummy, but, You don't want to hang out. You don't well, want to hang out. You know, the and the and I, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I think that the other thing that 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 the Democrats have lost the narrative on, Democrats and Liberals, is COVID. <laughs> um, yeah. They have completely gone yeah, off it's... the rails. Uh, and, 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 by the way, it's making a comeback this week. Yes. Yeah, COVID's <laughs> making a comeback this week? Yeah, it's making a comeback. Yeah, well, I mean, it is. And if, if getting a really bad cold is making a comeback, yeah, because I, that's what most people are getting from this at this I, point. I will
1: say this. We, I am, and I'm, all joking aside, I am seeing some of the knee-jerk, put your mask on, crawl under your bed, yep. don't leave your house stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen some postings on social media, and these are by, you know, reputable people, they're not getting much reaction anymore i mean and, and, and the yep. reaction they are getting or people openly mocking them and making yep. fun of them so I, I do think whether government is going to try to milk this thing one more time or not yeah i think the american people have basically just walked away
0: well i i saw something on twitter the other day and it was a journalist uh um this was uh glenn youngkin the the new governor of the the new gop governor of virginia, of virginia uh, came out with his uh covid guidelines for returning to school right um and you know as as a healthcare provider I, i'm reading they, they posted his guidelines and i'm reading these guidelines going okay this looks perfectly reasonable to me if you if you test positive for covid You know, you stay out for five days. Um, If you're symptomatic, you don't come back until you're non-symptomatic, which means you're not having fever symptoms. You retest if you're concerned about it. Wear a mask if you're concerned about it. Um, Otherwise, business as usual. And this person on Twitter, and I don't know who it was, just attacked and said, this is what you get, Virginia voters. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but th- this, is ra- that is exactly, this is... That is this exactly is, who they, why
1: they voted for this him, This is
0: way. This is rational and reasonable right. science, right. is what he's following. And, and let's remember what happened in that race. Former Virginia governor, Terry McAuliffe,
1: who was his opponent, mm-hmm. uh, basically said, parents have no say-so in their kids' education. I, 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 and I'd probably follow this a little closer than average because... My baby sister's in Virginia, Mm -hmm. and my nieces, who I love dearly, um, are are elementary. And and let's keep in mind
0: now, Virginia is a blue state now. Virginia's
1: a blue state, or was. There's probably more purple now than this ever been. It
0: probably will be more uh, purple in this next cycle. I agree. But, you know, this was because of McAuliffe's
1: overboard reaction to schools closing and him supporting all that. And Yunkin's standing there going, no, we shouldn't have shut everything down this way. We're not going to do that going forward. Mm-hmm. You and I both, I think, are in agreement. I, I give a lot of grace on decisions that were made early, mm-hmm. whether it came from the Trump White House or the Biden White House. I don't care. Everybody was kind of trying to figure it out at that point. Well, you're, you're... I, I, can, I can put some grace out there. But what took place a year later yeah. is unforgivable. Yep. And you're a medical professional. I am.
0: You, and, and you're strongly liberal. Um, and and you, you threw a fit. You'd seen enough. You'd I seen had enough. seen enough. And because I'm a rational person. And I don't think and you're alone,
1: which is another reason I think we've had this shift.
0: Well, I mean, when when you, you look at what Virginia's doing, okay, and to me, rational and reasonable. And then you go to a place like Stanford University, who's requiring they're oh, 18 to 22-year-old yeah. students yeah. to have been vaccinated and have a booster, even if they've had COVID, yeah. have, a, have a vaccine and a booster, even if you've had COVID, to get back into school. Hey, listen, there been, is no science out there that says having a booster reduces your risk right. any more than having a vaccine or having COVID. So now yeah. you're forcing kids to go out and there's no data that says, there's actually data that says it may be harmful to have a booster if you're an 18 to 22-year-old yeah, male. Yeah, we,
1: we are, and, and we knew this going in that we would see some of this, but we are seeing a little backlash on the vaccine. Um, I, I think for the average person, it, it's a benefit, do it. Um, I did it, I've, I've been boosted, I've done all. I've done everything yep. they've suggested I do. Yep. Um, but we are starting to hear things. Women having a heavier... Uh, flow during their period. Mm-hmm. And it's not widespread effect, yep. but there are going to be things. So people who didn't want to do it were, were taking their own yep. risk. Okay? Yep. If you don't have it and you catch COVID, we do know from medicine and from science, chances are it's going to be far more severe than your next door neighbor who got a vaccine.
0: Correct. So that even if absolutely you don't die correct. from it,
1: you may go through a lot more. Um, but look, we're on the verge of losing right now. This is in the air right now. 260,000 military veterans mm-hmm. who refused to be vaccinated. Yep. And with a, with a stroke of a pen, we could lose over a quarter of a million of our military. And there's only 1.1 million actively in military. Yep. That's a
0: huge number. Well, and then you, here's, I'll give you something else too. My sister-in-law is a nurse practitioner. Chose not to get, be vaccinated. Yep. All right. Just made the choice. You know, I disagree with her choice. I think she should have. I advocated for her too. Yeah. Uh, she left her job um, right around when COVID hit, right. uh, mainly because she's got a lung condition and didn't want to. Now that she now that she wants to get back into the workforce, she's having a hard time finding a job because, because no one. Accident. So we we've got a nursing shortage. Right. For. You've got nursing and a health care provider shortage right. because of the hospital's policy or doctor's office's policy that says, we're not gonna hire you. Right. And then they go complain about, well, we're understaffed and if we get overloaded with COVID again, so, but they're, they're creating their own problem. They are. And so are. here, and, and this is what happens.
1: And, and let's mention this because you've brought this up before as you go through with this conversation because I want you to continue. There's also absolutely no credit being given to the ones who have had COVID, Correct. built up antibodies in their own immunity. They're, they're, they're particularly like, that doesn't exist. Well,
0: and, and that's, that's a fault of CDC yep. for not doing studies. And they're starting to now, but, they, but early on, they did no studies on antibody levels in people who contracted COVID. Right. And they have pretty good antibodies to COVID. Right. Um, they ignored it because they, they said, well, we're going to go vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. We're going to ignore this data and cherry pick this data. And and now we know from other countries and their studies that, you know what, if, you've, if you contracted COVID pre-vaccine or post-vaccine, you've got pretty good antibodies. Right. And if you had a vaccine and you contract COVID, odds are you're going to, to have a pretty mild Covid infection comparatively to what people were having before, which, which means in a hospital on a respirator and death. You're going to be sick, but you're not going to die from it. And um, this is the average person, not the person who's got some sort of, you know, condition that that makes them, you know, more likely to, to have severe Covid. Right. But what I, I guess what I'm saying is 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 we're we're ignoring data, and. And, and what happens is when people like you and I, who are pro-vaccine, come out and say this and, and talk reasonably, what does the extreme left do? They come out and they say, you're an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. We are not anti-vaxxers. I mean, I've, I was telling people. I don't,
1: I don't know how somebody with a vaccine card in his pocket could be an anti-vaxxer, I, I, but you're right. Well, that's and, a reaction
0: and, and, and it's just and unreasonable. I, I mean, I have had conversations with patients of mine, right, in the exam room, and they will and, and they will tell me staunchly they're not getting the vaccine because of these crazy conspiracy theories right. that they found on 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 social media or on the internet, and I say, look. And I'll, I'll just explain it to them. None of that's true. Right. You should get vaccinated because of this. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna prolong your life. And, you know, he said, "Well, how do you know? I mean, what do you know? I, I, well, I mean, just look at the the way the United States has come through this. I mean, we've had, you know, 250 now million people vaccinated, and we've got a pretty good sample size of what your adverse effects are. And there aren't that many. That's right. So that's um, right. But, but because you and I are having this rational conversation about get vaccinated or if you've contracted COVID, make your own decision, right. we're anti-vaxxers now. You well,
1: know? We, we've got to bring back a voice of reason in this country, both from the, re, from the left and the right. I agree. Um, I, you know, I, I've got no problem with people making... I, I never liked demonizing people who did get vaccinated. I, I just thought that's just a bad idea. It is a bad made. idea. Especially when we all know the benefits of the vaccination and um, what you're facing if you don't. Yep. We're, we're grown-ups. Let people make their own decision. But um, this demonizing... People who don't think and agree with exactly what
0: you think or agree on, this got to stop. Well, and you don't shout them down, and you don't. uh, This one drove me crazy, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Uh, Someone on Twitter starts posting tweets from a, a person who who didn't want to get the vaccine, who said, "I'm not getting the vaccine for this reason and that reason," and some of the reasons may have been irrational. They didn't get the vaccine, right? And they are. Saying I'm not getting vaccinated, and then it comes out a few months later, uh, that person died from COVID. And oh they, yeah, and they, they make fun of the yeah, people. Yeah, if you did them. that, you're a shit person. Yeah, you are not a good person. Well, if you, if you did, did that, that. you're going
1: to answer to a higher power. I mean, you're
0: you're. <laughs> I mean, anyway, so. to 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 go out and and say that person deserved that. You're that's that's yeah, terrible, don't, don't, and you ought don't. to be. Ashamed of yourself if you do that. Yeah, the, the person you're mocking is not the one with the problem. Yep. So, <laughs> apologize for saying a bad four letter word on the podcast, So, uh, but it happens. It's okay. The FCC but, doesn't, doesn't that's listen. That, they don't, they don't o- listen. Along with the rest of <laughs> the Most people coverage area. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll stop there. Uh, tune in next week where Scott is going to rack his brain <laughs> and come up with some things that. He feels like conservatives could be better on. So start thinking now, Scott. Our, oh, our greatness level is just. Yeah. At start thinking high, now,
1: so Scott. I, I we may have to start in Montgomery, but I can do
0: it. Yeah, start in Montgomery. I I I got some ideas. I can I can text you if you want. That go in several directions. All right, that's our show this week, folks. We'll be back next week. Thanks.